Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sustainability is Sexy podcast, a show where we talk about what sustainability means in the fashion game. I'm your host, Mal, the Sustainable Fashion Investigator, and I just want to say thank you all so much for listening to the other episodes of the podcast. I'm so overwhelmed by the amount of support I received, and I'm just so excited. I just really appreciate it. I was shocked by how many people wanted to learn, and I'm super motivated and excited to keep going. Today is a little bit different, okay? So today is a mini episode on the regular episode. What this podcast is all about is meeting with people in the industry, in the sustainable fashion industry, whether that be vintage reselling, you know, small designers, upcycling fashion designers, or just people who care about sustainable fashion in general. The full episodes are just me interviewing people who are in this game, but I think it's really important to tell the story of more people who are not just strictly into sustainable fashion because sustainability is much more than just this small you know segment of fashion today i have the pleasure of actually meeting with somebody who works in corporate sustainability the rest of this episode is going to be her and i just chatting and getting to know one another let's get into the rest of the podcast thank you so much for having me i'm very excited a little bit about me my name is johanna i'm 26 years old. Right now I live in Manhattan. I work at a nonprofit research organization. I work with a lot of different business leaders to connect them on different functions. And one of them is sustainability, which is a very, very big focus for a lot of corporations. Uh, I kind of see it from the corporate lens of sustainability as opposed to kind of the individual, which I think is really interesting. I think as an individual who doesn't really interact with the corporate sustainability as much, they maybe have a different view and it's just like a different perspective. So I'm really excited to be here and kind of talk a little bit about my experience. Doing this podcast is really about just learning about how I can improve and learning that there's actually this whole big world about sustainability and sustainable fashion and corporate sustainability that I had no idea about beforehand. Actually, this is our first time talking, meeting at all, virtually meeting. We actually have DM on the Maltrips Instagram and I want to know about how you found out about my Maltrips Instagram. I feel like I know all these people online and then I, I have all these good connections with people online, but then never really know how they found out about me or, or know much about them. Yeah, well, first off, I'm wearing the shirt, the sweatshirt. Yes, the sexy shirt. <laughs> love it. I'm so excited about it. I love it. It's very nice and soft. This is within the last couple of months that I even found the world of like thrifting on Instagram. I had no idea that existed. I've always been really into thrifting. I like the concept. First of all, it makes sense, right? Like why create something new and there's right. something already out there to wear. And second of all, it's cheaper typically and like there's a lot of options in New York to thrift something that I do is that when I travel instead of getting a uh, souvenir like you know a little tchotchke or keychain or something I try to thrift something maybe a shirt or sweatshirt or jacket and that way I have it with me and like every time I wear that jacket or that sweater I just I like think of that time away or where I was so I'm getting more into the world of thrifting thrifting in New York like in the city is definitely a privilege because it's not like affordable for a lot of people it's more consignment. There are options that are uh, lower priced, but I find that I really like the thrift community on Instagram. I actually was led to it through TikTok. I'm an avid TikTok user, so I can't remember who or what, but one person led me to another, and then I saw your page. And I was really fascinated. I think you take it even to the next level. Like beyond thrifting clothes, you like recreate them and kind of give them new life. And I think that's 
so fascinating and something I very much wish I had the skill for. But since I don't, I love supporting people who do. I think it's just such a good community. I keep following and finding new people every day. It's a whole world I didn't even know about. First of all, thank you. That means a lot to me. I know exactly what you're talking about. When I started my account May 18th, 2020, I started out as a closet cleanup page, like whatever, and then quickly became obsessed with all these people on the internet and like all these people that I looked up to and I was like, oh, I could never do something like that. People will never take me seriously, but I did it and it is so cool. There's so many great people, so many people that have inspired me and, and still really do inspire me. It's crazy. If you're listening and you have not found the world of the thrift accounts on TikTok, the reselling accounts on Instagram, check it out. You will go down this huge rabbit hole if you're anything like me, because there are a lot of accounts out there. It's such a win-win situation to buy from these accounts, people like you or you know other people who are reselling, because first of all, you get something that's like very unique. You don't have to you know add to the landfill you also help small businesses right these are like right. people like students people who are parents and people who really this is their source of income so if i could do that versus like giving my money to like h&m or urban outfitters like to me it just it makes the most sense so glad you understand that because it's hard to explain to people that it's so much more than just selling thrifted clothes it has a direct impact on the life of somebody else and that they're actually working hard it has changed my life yeah. <laughs> and that's like a silly thing to say it's changed my life in a lot of ways i want people to understand that it's this huge crazy cool thing that can really help somebody and not mm -hmm. just like oh i'm trying to profit off goodwill it's something i really enjoy doing and a lot of people really enjoy it i've talked to people who do work at these thrift stores and more than often than not a lot of these things are just being thrown away they have too much inventory i, I know what you mean but i do applaud you and like a lot of people in the thrift instagram community it's a lot of things i probably can't even think of from the shipping to the making labels to like adding like tracking and even making the clothes themselves. If you love it though, it's like, it's the best thing. Like I keep up with you on Instagram and I feel like we have a lot of similar values and I can tell that you are like on the same page as me in so many ways. Do you feel like there's other areas in your life that you try to live more sustainably? Because personally, I do not live the most sustainable life day to day. I'm a broke college student. I'm trying to find ways to make it more affordable and make it easy to incorporate in my everyday life. So I'm definitely open to any tips. This isn't really advice, but this is something that I thought of in a new way. Like a year and a half ago, I when I met my boyfriend right before the pandemic hit and he's vegan. And if you told me five years ago that I would be dating a vegan, I would be like, it's so difficult. How do we go eat? sushi, which is like my favorite meal. And now like I see his lifestyle and I know the other side of veganism, that there's a lot of production. There's a lot of things that go on. There is a lot of privilege there. We are in New York City. The access to vegan options is tremendous, but it really is kind of doing what you can as an individual. I've eaten a lot less meat just being around him. I don't feel guilty when I do eat meat. Little changes here and there, you know, maybe a little less cheese. Again, I'm very privileged to be able to do that. There's this pressure for individuals to be sustainable where I see it in a corporate lens. I think we should put the pressure on the corporations more because if 50 people change their lives a little bit more sustainable, that's great and I'm, I'm really here for it. But I, if a corporation lowers their carbon emissions, that's astronomical. Yes. And the only way they're gonna do that is from public pressure and having to meet their standards. So I don't want whoever's listening to beat themselves up if they don't think that they're the perfect sustainable person. I think we were talking about that before we were recording because I'm certainly not. It comes down to adding pressure to the corporations. I do think there's a 
an aspect of doing it as an individual. It does make a difference, but we can't forget the big corporations. Right. The most important part of me trying to live more sustainably is so that I'm actually able to have those conversations with other people about how we can start a bigger conversation. I don't think I'm going to change the world with making little sweatshirts that say sustainability is sexy. I don't think I'm going to change the world with this podcast, but I think that it could be a really positive thing being able to start the conversation. I've been so guilty this my whole life, just being oblivious to all of it. Okay. So right before the podcast said that you want to make sure that you were a good candidate, like good fit to be on the podcast. And I struggled with the name of this podcast a lot because I never want to put people off being like, oh, I'm doing this better than you. And I'll say it a hundred times and I'll never be able to say it enough that there's no right way to do this. It's just really important that we're talking about it, having that conversation and, and helping each other learn ways to make a change and make it more accessible for people. I am so glad that you were on this podcast. It's really cool to hear somebody else's perspective and somebody who's actually involved in that world much more than I am. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like if you want that steak, eat that steak. I know it's like a broken record, but I do believe that I put pressure on the corporations, yes. making sure they are doing what the public and the consumers want. Thank you so much for yeah. do this with me. It was so great to hear your story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right, y'all, that's all we have time for today on the podcast. Huge shout out to Johanna for taking time out of her busy schedule to come and talk to all of us about corporate sustainability. Thanks for hanging out with us. You all are awesome. If you want to keep up with all the behind the scenes work, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sustainability a Sexy Podcast. I actually haven't made the first official post on that Instagram, but I'm doing that this week. I'm going to be uploading a new podcast every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us next Monday, and I'm going to be talking to another vintage reseller. In fact, it's the youngest vintage reseller in the game that I know of right now. Super excited. You guys have an awesome day or night. Bye.